Hey guys, welcome back to the Nobias podcast with your hosts Luis and Daniela. It is January. It's not January. Where am I going with this? It's March 29th. You guys are hearing this on March 31st, meaning tomorrow is the first of the month. How excited are you for a new beginning? I always see this as a as a new starter. Um, yeah, and it's April Fools. So um please tag us in any funny pranks that you guys fucking do at Nobias Pod at underscore Danny Kova at King Lewis with two G's or three. Yes, love that. You're on top of it. <laughs> I don't they're going to be like, April Fool's bitch. Us, the joke is that we're going to listen to you. We don't listen to your fucking episodes. But um, enough of all that nonsense. Let's dive right in because we have a lot to talk about. So in this episode of Real Houses of Atlanta, this is season 13, episode 15, which means we're over the hump. We're going to finish soon. T, they filmed the reunion a couple of days ago. Did you catch that, T? Did you watch? Yes, I did catch that, T. I heard that it was... Some relationships are going to be non-existent and they will there's a point of no return at this point so. which i'm gonna go ahead and take a guess and say that that's latoya and kenya but um there's a lot of shit going on so let's just dive right in um so the episode starts off with the girls leaving to new orleans in their private jet drew debuts this new peachy slash nude confessional and people of Twitter were coming for her. I know everyone has their favorites, but am I missing something? What did Drew do for these people to hate on her? Because in my opinion, her look was cute. Like she's, she's cute. And that look yeah. is cute. I mean, there's been some hit or misses with Drew this season. I think a lot of people came for, uh, not Shamia, um, Shamari, Shamari's fashion when she was on the seat on oh. Atlanta. And I'm like, Drew, Drew, girl, we need to get you a new stylist because there's some times where I just do like her blue confessional look. I do not like that. I do not like that look at all. Why don't but you like it? I just don't like it does not flatter her at all. And I feel like I'm like her stylist did her dirty. Like she does not look good at all. Like it just does not flatter her. The peachy one, though, I disagree. I think it does flatter her. I like the peachy one. I like the way like the uh the color fucking looks on her skin tone like girl i was just gonna say that color on her color the color of her skin i think she's so pretty but enough about drew um I digress. <laughs> so the, i'm like is this a drew show we love her so much we're gonna keep talking about her but um so as the episode continues uh we see them in the private jet and kenya of course is the only one with her baby we see baby brooklyn we don't see her face because of the whole mark you know signing uh, the contract right. and whatnot but in her confessional, Kenya talks about how they were so up in arms and they were so offended that I didn't let them bring their kids on the last trip. But now I'm the only one to bring my child. And ironically enough, in Portia's confessional, she's like, hey, I never said I was going to bring PJ. I just said, give me the offer. This is a girl's trip, so I'm not going to bring her. What did you make of that? I think that I fucking said that before Portia even said it. I said, well, maybe they weren't upset that they couldn't bring them. They were upset that you didn't offer because... Bitch, they were already fucking upset. You fucking took a PJ. So, and they exactly. had to be on the nasty bus. <laughs> so we see them in the bus and Latoya says she's not drinking. They're cheering to, cheering? Is that, do you say they're cheering or they're cheersing? Is that not a word? I would say they're cheersing. They're, they're English, toasting. They're toasting. Exactly. They're toasting. So they're giving a toast to good energy, positive vibes, a good weekend. So after Latoya says that she's not drinking, Drew says that based on the behavior that she's shown us in the past, I'm glad and I support this this decision because as you've seen, Latoya kind of goes on tangents. She just pops off and Drew is like, I'm here for you not drinking. And she also throws shade by saying maybe the puffiness in her eyes would 
probably reduced, which Drew, I don't know what she was in her feelings because she was throwing shade left and right. And I'm sorry, I'm here for it. I love it. So they arrive and right off the bat, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. The trip isn't even over. We're not even two days in, but Drew is a thousand times a better host than Kenya. So the ladies arrive and they have a live band playing for them. They have drinks, food, and snacks greeting them. All the ladies are super excited and Drew pulls out the house keys, the room keys. And she's like, okay, guys, we gotta we gotta establish the room situation because, you know, every season, that's a thing. You know, who's gonna get the best room? Who's gonna get the worst room? Like, this takes <laughs> us back to like fucking elementary where it's like, I like you, so you're going to get this. I hate you, so fuck you. But um, <laughs> she pulls out the keys, and she's like, we're going to have a booty-shaking competition. And this, for some reason, triggers Kenya. She stands up. Okay, I always say I love drama. I like arguing. I like fighting. But something about this scene, I was kind of cringing. It started with the music playing. The music got super loud. They're twerking. A lot of things are happening. And Drew's like, where is this anger coming from? And she's like, give me my key. This is the point. Give me the key. And I was like, you guys, a lot's happening. Take care of Brooklyn. Um, they're just kind of going off on each other. And then Drew, of course, throws shade. And she's like, you bought that booty. Might as well shake it. And Kenya's like, I'm not going to degrade myself to shaking my butt for a room. What did you make? Did you feel like this was unnecessary drama or do you think kenya was being extra i mean let's correction you bought that booty so bounce it oh oh alliteration bitch uh no she was very much in her feels i'm sorry she was already in a bad mood um you could tell on the bus like just her tone of voice like when cynthia was like do you need help with the baby yeah i do need help with the baby i don't know where the nanny is and i was like okay like (laughs) Maybe, and I just get, try to give her, I always try to give Kenya the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, okay, maybe she's just, you know, the long flight, she brought her child. She's the only one who brought her child. Again, she's talking about how she doesn't have a village, even though she does, her aunt, her cousin. But I digress. <laughs> anyway. And then with the room situation, I was like, okay, like, you don't want to bounce your booty. That's okay, but you don't have to, again, your choice of words i don't want to degrade myself what like in last what week you were busting it wide open exactly Portia, Portia goes ahead and says maybe we need to ignore kenya and call chocolate because chocolate on the south carolina trip was busting exactly. it wide open so it, it comes across as hypocritical she's just contradicting herself but i guess like you said give her the benefit of the doubt to each their own a little side note that of course i want to mention is baby brooklyn baby brooklyn is having the time of her life i don't know if you saw but i found it super ironic and kind of cute that of all people she was with latoya but she was with portia and she was asking portia for some chips and portia was like i don't know if i can give these to like your mommy i need to check like can can she have some and i just thought come on now kenya if even baby brooklyn is gravitating towards portia there's there's a misconnect you're not seeing what the rest of us see exactly So they're about to go bike riding and Marlo can't go because she says that her back is hurting because her nephews were jumping on it. Um, Well, the Mm -hmm. tea is that apparently she got liposuction because I don't know if you remember in the mid-season trailer, there's a part where they show Shamia and Portia talking to her. They go, you got liposuction before the trip? And she's like, if I did, bring me flowers. So I'm like, is this why she can't go? Because her body, because I know when you get surgery and you get shit done, you can't mess up your body, you can't do a lot of movement. Do you think she got liposuction? then she wouldn't be able to travel. She would need to wait. So maybe this is fake tea. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there maybe, based maybe on the trailer. It wasn't her nephews who jumped on her back. It was. Oh, Ooh. is that why she didn't go to the Halloween party? 
Oh, Marlo, where are you at, girl? Where are you at? Um, but anyways, they're getting a tour of this city. And honestly, this was probably the best scene of the episode because we saw them all getting along. They looked like they were having so much fun. I was honestly low-key jealous because even Kenya. I've never I don't travel. I've never been anywhere. Exactly. Even Kenya was having fun. But um, like Drew says, it looked like Kenya was having a good time. And I think Drew is kind of the same with me, where it's like, even though I don't like you and I don't care for you, as long as you're enjoying yourself, then we're all able to enjoy ourselves. And I don't know, it felt good watching them. Uh, what did you think of their little bike ride scene? I loved it. I didn't, this, I was like, yes, we need more fucking, this is what I miss. Fuck you, COVID. You took this from us. I was like, these group scenes where they're actually all getting along and it makes for a good time to watch because, yes, we love the drama, but sometimes like the pettiness. It gets to you and you're just like, oh my God, these bitches just drag it on. So I love it when they're fucking having fun. Um, I love when Kenya, I love when Kenya is having fun, okay? Cause that bitch, if that bitch is on point, that bitch is on point. So I like when she can throw jokes and she can be like, oh, I'm like a gangster on you. And then she like throws a little kick and it's like, oh, we all know you're joking. Like, yes, bitch, yes. I love it. I'm getting in my feels right now because I just want Kenya to be happy. We love and... it. It kind of throws you back to like season six where Nini, Phaedra, Kenya, Portia, we're all getting along. And I get exactly what you mean by the whole group scenes. Like we love the drama. We're the first one to say it. But we love when they're able to joke around because it makes them, it comes across like they're actual friends and not just a reality TV show hanging out together, you know? Yes. So after they finish bike riding, they have dinner. Um... Latoya goes somewhere and she comes back and she's bothered. She's visibly upset. Kenya asks her why she's why she's upset and she doesn't want to talk about it. So they kind of just dismiss it and move on. I wrote down that they tried fried alligator. Would you be down to try it? I'm a fat bitch, so I try anything. It's New Orleans, bitch. I'm gonna try anything and everything that's fucking there because oh my god, the shrimp pole boy they fucking had when they got there. I was my mouth was salivating, the fucking yeah, the fucking alligator. I was like, bitch, I've never fucking had it, but I'm about to. I'm about to go order some. <laughs> exactly. Same. Um, Portia talks about how she's a baby vegan, which, as we know, any true fan knows that she was a baby vegan starting season 10. She likes to label herself as a baby vegan. I don't know what the fuck she's eating, but she says she's always down to try a delicacy, which, same. So they're just sitting there quietly eating. Latoya has had it because apparently she needs drama to have fun. And she's like, not another Fallon party. And Kenya makes it a point to be like, what's your problem? What, why, like, it seems like you have it out for her, which, again, ironic because it seems like Kenya has it out for everyone else. But she's blind, so she doesn't see that. Um, Drew then. Drew, Drew, Drew. People on Twitter were letting her have it. They did not like her approach to this. And because she kind of goes off. So she goes, so why aren't you drinking, Latoya? You're not going to drink? And she's like, no, I don't. I don't feel like it. Like, I'm not in the mood. And Drew's kind of pressuring her and kind of going in on her. And she's like, is it because you get aggressive? Because when you drink, you get a little, well, I mean, you get a lot, you get a lot, you get super aggressive. And is that why you're not drinking? Well, yeah. Latoya didn't appreciate this. So she starts doing a Kenya move where she creates a song, just doing the most. And she's like, I just don't feel like it, bitch. And then it's this whole situation. They kind of pop off at each other. Do you think Drew came a little too strong? I don't. I, this is like the second time where like with when, she did the whole private jet comment at the previous dinner before South Carolina, where it's like, you know that that's a sensitive topic, so why bring it up? But, so I did feel like a certain way, like, like oh my gosh, like, 
I I like you, but you are looking like the villain right now because this is not going to end well for you. You're not going to look like anybody but the bad guy at the end of this because you may think you have good intentions, but nobody else is going to think that. They're just going to think you're trying to out her for having a drinking problem. And anybody who has a problem and doesn't want to admit it is going to get defensive. I'm sorry. Like, And it was just a very cringy scene. I say this every episode that... Latoya there's something weird like she went to the bathroom and then she came back and she was upset like what happened between now and then did she see a text did she do something did she take something like oh no it was just weird like she was just off maybe maybe she was like Kenya she's going through personal issues and her social battery runs out I don't know Something was definitely off and they keep going off on each other. And this whole, I could break it down real quick. Apparently Drew and Latoya were at the same church. Apparently after the night in Nice, Drew basically took care of Latoya because she was throwing up. They prayed together. She cried. And I guess this makes it more like this makes more sense why Drew is kind of going in on her because apparently Drew made a promise to her and to her driver and said, you know, you guys are right. I shouldn't be drinking. It brings up the worst in me and I'm going to detoxify or I'm going to, is that what it's called? Uh, I'm going to do a detox and I'm not going to drink. Um, and Latoya is over it. So she just gets up and she leaves. Of course, Kenya follows her. And I think the only reason, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like the only reason why Kenya followed Latoya is because she hates Drew so much that any, I don't know what that saying is, but it's something like any person who's friends with my enemy or well, you guys know what I'm trying to say. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. So after Latoya storms off, our next scene is Kenya meeting up with Cynthia. I always find it super cringy whenever Kenya talks shit about Drew, because as we know, Cynthia is the reason Drew is even on the show or like that was her introduction to the show, her friend. So whenever Kenya starts talking shit about Drew, it bothers me how Cynthia never defends Drew. And she always just kind of she just awkwardly laughs or chuckles and it's like cynthia stand up for your friend why are you afraid of kenya it's so frustrating i don't know cynthia stand up for your friends you've done this before she's not a neutral party people say that but she's not (laughs) kenya goes on to say that she feels like drew comes across as a bully and kenya hates bullies which oh god we don't even need to go deep into this but as we know kenya in my opinion is a fucking bully so ironic call it it's just it's too much i love that her stands never bring that up like the irony does she not bully kim did she not torture kim fields does she not torture phaedra did she not torture portia like bitch like what maybe she doesn't know what irony is we need to tweet her because clearly she's not getting it we then see drew portia and shamia talking and they're kind of just going over the whole marlo situation as we know portia and marlo are in a they're in a they're in a rocky situation because all of a sudden Kenya wants to be Marlo's bestie and Portia she basically starts tearing up and she says she doesn't care about Marlo but it kind of makes it obvious that she does care about Marlo because any person who's crying over another person obviously cares for that person that was a lot of words I don't know if any of that made sense um that scene kind of ends with Portia saying it is what it is and she calls Marlo a fake bitch. Now, the reunion filmed a couple days ago. Do you think there is any saving this relationship or is this over? <sighs> I I hope I hope there's saving in this relationship because I like them. <laughs> You're like, "No, I hope there's no saving in this relationship." I'm not here for it. Marlo can go kick rocks. She's fake. She's friends. She's willing to be friends with anyone. 
who keeps her on the show. Like, she's a flip-flop. I don't care for her. Moving on. So Candy finally arrives, and they're just having brunch and having drinks, going over their itinerary. And Drew tells them that they're going to be doing Zydeco, which, of course, I don't know what the hell that was. And we see a clip of it. And what they ended up doing was not what Drew showed them. I don't know if they went to, like, a different place that taught them something else, but... They ended up twerking and shaking their ass, which I'm here for. I love that. Drew also tells him that she's going to be going to an interview and having a meeting with iHeartRadio, which I was like, Drew, Drew is that bitch. I don't see Kenya doing interviews. I don't see Kenya having meetings. And I found it. I bring that up because while Drew was going over their schedule, Kenya has her laptop out and she's like, I'm taking notes. I'm working. And I was like, besides her hair care, no shade. But what does she do for job? Like, what is her business? It, I don't know. Yeah, it's it came across as fake, but um, they go and they're doing Zydeco. Like I said, they were just shaking their ass and maybe I'm reaching here, but I find it funny how Kenya didn't want to degrade herself picking a key out. But in the room and doing Zydeco, she was more than happy to bust it wide open and shake her ass, move it up and down all around. Love that for her. So after Zydeco, Portia pulls Marla to the side and they kind of have this heart to heart about the relationship. Portia feels like Marlo has been acting different ever since she became friends with Kenya. And they bring up the whole showroom situation because Portia feels like she's been a good friend to Marlo, but Marlo hasn't really been receptive or uh, accepting of that. She's not really seeing that. Um, despite me not caring for Marlo that much, um, this conversation did not go as planned. Like I can tell that they both want to be there for each other, but they kind of just argued while they were talking. Yeah. So Portia just kind of says that she doesn't really care if, Kenya is friends with Marlo. In the end, Portia just says that she doesn't care if she's friends with Kenya. She just cares that she's loyal to her as well because, as we know, Kenya's shady and she will try to manipulate anyone and anyone she can. While they're talking, we see Shamia, Candy, and Kenya in the bus and they're just wondering what's happening because they feel like they've been talking for a while now. And yeah. Kenya basically calls Shami a lapdog for defending Portia at all costs, which again, ironic because in my opinion, that's what Cynthia and Candy do for her. Exactly. And then La- and then Latoya calls her a lapdog and Shamia clocks her. She bonks her, whatever you want to call it. But right then and there, she's like, well, no one's talking to you. So you need to go to sleep. You need to go to bed. Go to sleep. No <laughs> one's talking to you. Which is why Shamia deserves a peach. She doesn't take anyone's bullshit. She's a loyal ass friend. I don't know. What did you make of this? fake conversation about the relationship and then the bitches arguing on the bus i was like kenny you wanted to know what, what they were talking about right shimmy is telling you so i don't know why you're getting upset that you fucking wanted to know what they were talking about like i think kenya what bothers me is that she's like oh my god Portia's obsessed with me but then she finds out Portia is trying to have a conversation with marlo that's where like i do get a little bit shady i'm like why why is everyone mad that Portia that Portia's like talking to Marlo about this friendship? Everyone on Twitter, I mean. But yet Kenya's upset that Marlo's talking to Portia. So where there's a double standard. Like there's always gonna be a double standard. And I feel like Kenya stands, they're like, no, there's a double standard when it comes to Kenya. No, you guys hold the double standard for everyone yeah, else. Yeah, it's oh, ironic. God. It's these people need to it's crazy need to reevaluate what their opinions are see how they need i'm just i'm at a loss for it i find it super ironic that whenever kenya badmouths porsche she's was like porsche's obsessed with me she's, she's just fucking she's always talking about me she cares she pays attention to every yeah. single one of my moves but if we were to do like a confessional count on each other nine out of ten it's more than likely that kenya is 
talking about Portia. Like, <laughs> call me bitchy, but is this like a beauty jealousy thing? Is it a fan favorite jealousy thing? Like, I don't get it. I seriously don't get it. I don't understand. It's obvious because um, that's the end of the episode, correct? Um, maybe I'm reaching here, but there was a point, there was a, like, in with Kenya, she was reminding me of, like, Nini or, like, Dorinda from New York, where it's, like, it's not fun to watch her anymore. And people are, like, if it wasn't for Kenya this season, wouldn't it have been fun with her investigation and everything? No, there's, like, a point where it seems like she does not want to be there. And it makes it unenjoyable to watch. Maybe I'm reaching. Am I reaching? No, I get what you're saying. There was a point in this episode where I was just, like, I you obviously don't want to be here. And South Carolina, too. You obviously don't want to be here. Like, it might have to do with the fact that she's going through shit with her husband. With Mark, yeah. But at the same time, I do get what you're saying because it's like she always seems bothered more than usual this past this entire season. She like seems yeah. so out of it. Like I like she doesn't want to film. She doesn't want to hang out with them. Like it's always this attitude of like, why am I here? I'm so much better than better like, than this. I don't and, be here. and I, I don't think degrade myself. And yeah. I think the only reason why she's staying is because she wants to hold. I don't know. She wants to hold the crown for lack of a better term. Like I remember seeing a tweet just last night where she said something like she commented on Drew's body. She's like, she needs to get this. She needs to do this. Um, I'm the prototype. I'm the OG. I'm, and it's like, you need to slow your roll. OG, it's bitch, not you've that been in deep. Season five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's this fight for like attention and yeah. titles that like you were 40 something. Is that a reach? I don't know how she's, yeah. but you do not need validation. You are an adult. Why are you seeking validation from fucking fans? Like you're doing five much. Like you need to stop. Yeah. No, I'm glad I'm not. I thought I was reaching, but okay. I guess that wraps up Atlanta, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That wraps up Atlanta. You guys, we've had so many technical difficulties. Hopefully this episode airs. Hopefully, you know, zoom, the government doesn't shut us down, but moving (laughs) on to, Real Houses of Drag Race, that's not a thing. Moving on to RuPaul's Drag Race, we have episode 12 of season 13. So the episode starts off with Tina leaving. Utica says that it hurts her to see her go. She's in shock that she sent the great Tina home. Yeah. But other than that, she's super happy. She's like, I love lip syncing and I love dancing and I shine. And that's my shitty impression of her. What do you make of Tina going home? Um, Tina very much deserved to go home. It's a little too late. Um... I didn't like Candy's reaction. Where she was like, no, Tina very much should just stay. I was like, shut the fuck up again. I'm telling you guys, Tina and Candy will turn in C plus work and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I deserved a 100%. A plus, <laughs> A plus, plus, teacher's pet. Breaking news, breaking news. Spoiler alert. I agree with her. In my opinion, Utica's character in that lip sync was not that great. And I do. I mean, T. I would have absolutely. agreed with Candy if I was, you know, a queen in that situation and i wouldn't have praised her because in my opinion i'm not going to tell you you did great when i think you should have gone home but to each your own do you like what you like <laughs> so moving on the mini challenge of this episode is to do a makeup tutorial in front of norvina which is the president of anastasia beverly hills um the pairs are candy and rose olivia and simone got mick and utica the winners are rose and candy did you like this challenge or did you think it was another cringy challenge another cringy challenge and i would have made simone and olivia win Ooh, Ooh. um (laughs) honestly these challenges i do i need to become a writer in this show because the challenges i don't know if it's this season or the girls or the length of this of the show 
has drag race i don't want i can't ask you but has drag race lost their touch i don't know if it's just me or if it's corona it's like it something might, about this show is becoming unwatchable it might be the length of it just because it's been going on too long you had the fucking first two episodes with the first the different groups it's just been a lot it's a, been a lot <laughs> it's it's a whole lot but um this week the maxi challenge is the nice girls roast which is to Give a rose to the miscongenialities of seasons past. So the ladies who are joining us this episode are Nina West from season 11, Heidi in Closet from season 12, and my personal favorite, Valentina from season 9. So because Candy and Rosé won the mini challenge, they get to pick the order of the roast. They decide that Candy's going to go first, Rosé's going to go last, and everyone is going in the middle. Let's break this down. Anyone who knows me RL knows that I love throwing shade, love talking shit, I would love to be a part of a roast. I need to do one. I've even I've always thought about doing one for my birthday where people come and they roast me because everyone yes. knows knows anyone who knows me knows that I love to talk shit, love to throw yes. shade. So I think we need to do that for my birthday. But um, anyways, if you were a part of this cast, where would you put yourself first, last, in the middle? Where do you see yourself in a roast? Well, first of all, am I funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would put myself in the fucking middle because. Ain't nobody trying to open and ain't nobody trying to close. I'm okay with not being memorable. I will be middle of the pack for this. Thank oh, you. Oh, no. Um, I think Candy definitely helped herself by being first. You would definitely excel at being first or second or closing. I was just going to say, if I like speaking, you know, because it's all about me. If I were to put myself, I'd probably go last just because I feel like that's the most memorable like spot because, you know, the last one to go, it's fresh in your mind. But um, yeah, yeah these girls have a lot going on and let's talk about how they did so we see them getting ready in the workroom they're just jotting down notes throwing shade at one another and simone is obviously nervous gamek is also very nervous and olivia feels like she can't be in a roast because she feels like she's too sweet do you think when it comes to roast you have to be mean you have to be like why do you think she feels this way i think because she's probably like oh but i feel like you don't have yeah like you said you don't have to be mean or i don't think you have to be mean you just have to be funny um, I think some people go, we'll see it too. We'll hear about it. Some people go a little too far, but you don't need to nitpick their insecurities or what they say are their insecurities. You can, you can joke off of other things. So I feel like she was just, she's overthinking it way too much, but I feel like I would have been the same way. I would have been like, oh gosh, oh gosh. Um, this Is this too mean? Is this too nice? Should I go this way? So I understand where she's coming from, but I'm like, you don't have to be mean. You You'd be, you'd be fun, shady. <laughs> yeah, I find it super funny and ironic that in person, Yurika tells Olivia, you're going to do well. Trust me, you're going to do great. And then not even like two seconds later in her confessional, she's like, I'm most worried about Olivia. Olivia's going to do bad. Like, that's not, that's not going to happen. And <laughs> this, after this episode, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yurika got a lot of shit online. People were coming for her because of the jokes she was making, because yes. of her, I guess you can call it, two-faced attitude where she tells a girl something in person and then on her confessional she says something yeah. else do you think Utica is a shady person overall or do you think she just doesn't know how to communicate well with others she I don't think she picks up on that I don't think she obviously you realize when you're being two-faced or when you're being like shady like that so I think she realizes when she is being like like oh I know like I'm saying something bad about you but I don't think she realizes when she's gone too far or when she's hitting someone's nerve or when she's getting on someone's nerve 
Do you get me? I bring this. Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. I bring this up because I feel like because the season is coming to an end, as we know, they film a finale and a reunion. Something tells me that because they've brought it up in the past, let's say, three, four episodes, this whole conversation of is Yurika fake? Is she shady or is she sweet and innocent? I feel like this yeah. is definitely going to be a topic of conversation because I don't think you can just keep using the excuse of well i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm saying because at, at some point you have to take accountability and yeah. own your shit and i feel like yurika's not really doing that and she's just basing it off exactly. she's basically saying it's my character it's my drag persona but it's like no at some point you got to take some accountability but um moving on so the exactly. roast is finally here candy started off the show and she makes a couple of jokes about michelle's past concerts because as we know michelle was part of a group called I forgot. Clearly, she ain't <laughs> Not shit. Um, she talks about how the House of Aja has history with Valentina. She also nods at Valentina's character or portrayal of Angel in Rent Live, which oh. I don't know if you've seen it, but that was yeah. not the tea. Bitch, Rent Live was that bitch, okay? Just because that guy broke his fucking leg. I feel like the night of, they all would have been on top of their fucking game. The reason we saw the dress rehearsal, like, obviously, they were all marking it. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts about Rent Live, okay? So, I digress. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe we'll have an episode dissecting that. Maybe I'll watch it, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Love that. Um, And then my favorite joke that she gave the night was, I told RuPaul to act your age she died and then she did a little crossing of hands like surprisingly candy did well i don't know why i expected her to do bad but she actually did really well true i did i didn't expect her to do as well as she did because i feel like she's the type of person that it's like you're not funny you're just mean but in this case she was funny and i actually laughed i didn't think i was gonna laugh <laughs> wow she's changing her opinions before our eyes but um <laughs> Next, we see Simone, and I'm sorry. I think the only reason why Rue gave her a couple of laughs, laughs was because not only does he like her, but she was she was using her personality and her affectation and elocution of yeah. words. Like, it wasn't anything... Like, she didn't really bring anything new to the table. These jokes were cringy. Oh, it was not it. Like... I, I would be Simone. I'm very, very charismatic. Um, but... Eek, yikes. yikes but in in that form it's like ugh, no i don't think i would have ex- i would have been simone it's okay girl we still we still stand then we have utica and utica bombed my favorite joke of the night was her making fun of ross matthews by saying simone and pumba i'm sorry but people on reddit that was funny people on reddit went ahead and made a side-by-side uh chart being like Fat character, fat character, lovable laugh, lovable laugh. And they aligned, okay? They're basically the same person. I don't know why Ross didn't find it funny. It is what it is. Um, She also made a whale joke about Nina West. And she made fun of Lonnie Love's comedy career. And my sister pointed out that Lonnie Love seemed very much not disturbed, but bothered by her comment. Like, because she felt the need to, like, clap back and be like, well, you're the one that's bombing. I don't know. Did you think yeah. Lonnie Love got offended? Yeah, because none of them, I mean, well, Rue probably got offended by fucking flipping Utica off too, but um, Utica's, it was just off. I just, I feel bad. I think she did, obviously, because Lonnie Love is funny. Lonnie Love worked her ass off, but it's a roast. I don't know. Yeah, I think and maybe, this is just me, my opinion, you can drag me to yeah. I feel like she's being a little too sensitive, like, roasts are roasts, you know what's coming, you know these jokes are gonna be crass, crude, and 
cunty to say the least like there was a double standard in my opinion on a lot of the jokes because i was like i was like why are we rightfully so we should be getting yeah okay let's get upset at i can't accept Utica's apology for the whale joke i mean i'm a fat bitch but i don't really give a fuck about which for the record uh nina went ahead and did accept it she said girl it was roast i accept your apology don't don't be so hard on yourself this is where i didn't get it i'm like you guys lonnie and michelle you guys told her not to use it but there you are on social media saying it's a roast we all get it it's that's the game and it's like then why are in her face you guys are saying something else no those jokes were insensitive as rose fucking calls her a linebacker like i don't get it yeah people there was a lot of conversation going on on reddit and twitter and people made it a point to say you guys need to hold her accountable it was it was a lot of going back and forth i know some people felt like because utica is a white person they felt like that they took it easy on her they said no if i was the judge i would have went even harder like you fans need to treat everyone the same because if utica was black you guys would drag her send her death threats and i'm not here to say what like i'm not here to say whether or not you should be offended i mean to each Mm -hmm. their own but in my opinion as a fat bitch i don't think her jokes were inappropriate clearly neither did nina west i was i would have been i mean i would have been upset at either comments about I there's roast there's funny there's comedy and then there's like comedy where you're just demeaning people and I know roasts are about that blah 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 but it's like I'm sorry I would probably I am a sensitive bitch and I would probably would have cried if someone talked about my linebacker shoulders like that like I'm sorry <laughs> but, this, like, but this is where I'm talking about that there was a double standard how come she can joke about the linebacker shoulders but she can't say the whale joke neither one of them should be able to say their joke then right like there was i mean this season is definitely the season of double standards i.e candy and it's a whole lot we could keep talking about utica because the whole it's a whole situation but for the sake of this episode we have to move on yeah we're hungry (laughs) we exactly we see speaking of bitches, we're tired i need to go eat sleep um but anyways we then see got and i wrote down surprise attack honestly because i i see candy candy see and they're one in the same because i see got mick as like a cringy socially awkward person i didn't think she was gonna do well and she surprisingly did well for me her jokes about valentina's angel's performance was hilarious um but my favorite joke of the night from her was the budget cuts and she referred to lani love um what did you think of her performance yeah she was i think she was the funny funniest one i agreed with the judges comments about her she should do a career she should look into a career about that or she should incorporate it into her drag routine or whatever you know i was like you you made me laugh got mick and you usually don't (laughs) exactly next up is olivia and i hated it um what was up with the voice her awkward laughs squeaky and naive it was just too much it was gross cringy olivia you guys know i saw you as a big olivia stand have you noticed olivia does this thing where she almost starts talking like a baby. It really fucking irks me. It's, I hate it. I hate it. I can't stand it. I fucking it. hate when people do that. I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Same. We then have Rose closing off the show and she obviously did well, except I do feel like it sounded a bit rehearsed. Like she didn't use her cards, which is like a pro, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. it was like joke, joke, joke. Ha ha ha. He 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 he. Ha ha ha. Yeah. To me, I recently found out that one of my close friends is a 
rose stand and i just i wanted to block her in that moment and i was like no brianna this is not okay you should not be liking rose and so does my sister like what world do we live in where everyone around me likes rose but i don't is jacqueline so does my cousin yeah it's too much i don't see i don't get the hype me i don't know rose just seems always seems rehearsed to me so i didn't even notice that until you said it right now but yeah i mean i expected rose and candy to do well so like I'm sorry. Maybe because Candy hadn't gotten a win, the judges were like, let's give it to her. Let's give it to her. You know? I mean, for storyline and, you know, placement purposes, they probably did, but. So that she doesn't have to go home. Like, exactly. To each cereal and you like what you like. Congrats, Candy. Um, as far as the critiques go, I agreed with most of them. They basically said what I would have said, except for the whole double standard thing, but that's another story. Yeah. Candy wins for the first time this season and she's super excited, super proud. She tweeted something like, imagine having to wait 12 weeks before you win something. And I'm just like, imagine having to watch all these. Um, <laughs> so the save queens are Rosé, Olivia, Gottmik. And our bottom two, unfortunately, are Simone and Utica. Now, this is Simone's second time in the bottom and Utica's third. Before they started, what were your thoughts about this lip sync? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Um... But I was about to cry. I was like, is Utica about to fucking dethrone Simone right now? Because she's done that. She did, you And you made me scared with your, yeah, some queens have not gone home to like their fourth, fifth lip sync. And I'm like, <laughs> is Utica about to like fucking dethrone Simone right now? First of all, I disagree. Simone should not have been in the bottom. I think Olivia should have fucking been there. But, you know, I'm not RuPaul. I'm not Michelle. I'm not Lonnie. I'm not Ross. Um... I think right off the bat, I was like, the judge's eyes, I could tell, were on Simone. Utica who, bitch? Utica who? Yeah, before the lip sync song even started, I knew Simone was going to stay because not only do the judges like her more, specifically Rue, but Simone has four wins. Utica has only had one win, and that's a shared win with Simone. Exactly. (laughs) So it was clear as day. We knew what was going to happen, but... The song this episode is none other than No Tears Left to Cry by the queen Ariana Grande. And yes. fun fact, Ariana Grande holds the record for having the most songs of hers as lip sync songs on Drag Race. I mean, I, know, I saw that queen. We Iconic. just records breaking. We love that for her. But um, as far as the lip sync goes, did you think Simone deserved to win? Yes, absolutely. Because she is that bitch. And she always puts her best foot forward. Even though she was up against Utica, she was still putting her best foot forward she's not phoning it in yeah she definitely um gave it her all except despite your opinion a lot of people on twitter were not happy with his performance they felt like simone did the same old same old her little handshake her little mouth jittery thing people were not satisfied but candy can fucking um always be like loud and obnoxious (laughs) like I don't get it. Yeah, don't shoot the messenger. The fans were saying if Simone makes it to the final four, she cannot lip sync like this or else she's going to lose and Candy's going to win. But I guess we'll just have to wait till we get to that moment. But um, yeah, as we said, Simone wins. I think she won because she was really feeling it and she was really just emoting. Yeah. And overall, I think she did great. Simone is asked to stay and Utica is asked to sashay away. And then she gives like a fucking little speech about thank you, Rue, so much for allowing me to grow my craft and become an artist and okay sashay away bitch (laughs) i love your impression of that um (laughs) next week we have the final five and after that we have the final four before we know it the season is over are you excited for the season to come to finally (laughs) finally over i'm excited for your all-stars season 
I got some tea. I I saw some tea saying that apparently we're not going to get All-Stars right away, that we might have to wait months, which is some bullshit because in the past couple of years, All-Stars literally happens like we get like a week break and then All-Stars happens. But it might be different this year. But um, wow. Wow. I know. Fake. But um, until next year, bitch. I might have to talk to RuPaul about it. But um, anyways, hopefully you guys enjoyed our reality TV recap. I know we talked a whole lot. This episode is probably going to be choppy because I'm tired, drunk, sleepy, bored. Um, anyways, Daniela. <laughs> it's been a week, bitch, and it's fucking Monday. <laughs> exactly. But um, again, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.